On the show today, Rich and I discuss the Great American Dive Bar and the Boilermaker. I'm your host, Brad Jackson, and you're listening to the February 20th, 2023 edition of Coffee and Koshan. So, Rich... It is uh, one of my favorite places to go. That is a dive bar. Um, I love dive bars. I love the idea of dive bars. If you're going to have a bar, it better be a dive bar. Um, Before we talk about one of my favorite dive bars to go to, which has been around Austin for forever and a day, um, why don't you run over what makes an awesome dive bar? The thing about the dive bar is it's a place you can go where not everyone knows your name. We're not (laughs) talking... That's the perfect way to describe it. <laughs> you know, there are bars and, and places you go to that are scenes where you go to see people. The dive bar is more about the business of drinking. It's the type of place that might open at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning to serve people getting off third shift at the factory. It's a place to blend in to the decor and have some drinks. It is, like I said, not a scene. There's actually a place... Uh, where I live called The Dive Bar. And my buddy and I went one night several months ago and walked in and we'd come from actually more of a real dive bar, although it's a place that serves burgers and stuff also, but it was opened by a guy from Chicago. And we had left this and went to The Dive Bar and walked in and said, well, do you have a drink menu? And, And the bartender looked at us with scorn and said, no, we're a dive bar. If you don't see it, we don't have it. But then the place was filled with hipsters who had just come off their, you know, bike rides and their spandex and getting food truck pizza and whatnot. It's like, no, this is not a dive bar. The dive bar is the place where there's a dude on his third old style at 1130 in the morning. Amen to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, to give you an example, I was in Chicago uh, last uh, summer. Uh, I was there for a Dead & Company show with the same buddy. And we went to Murphy's Bleachers, which I don't know that it fully qualifies, but we're in there at 11 o'clock in the morning on Friday, and there's a crowd, and the bartender did not blink when I tried a concoction similar to the Boilermaker, which it's worth trying at least once, although it's horrible, and that's the Chicago Handshake. The Chicago Handshake is a shot of Jepson's Malort, which if you don't know what Jepson's Malort is, it's awful. Their whole marketing campaign is leaning into how terrible it tastes. So you have a shot of Jepson's (laughs) and then a old style to try to wash this god-awful flavor out of your mouth. If uh, you ever have the chance, it's one of those things you have to do once, and this was the perfect setting in Chicago, 11 o'clock in the morning, out on you know, a little mini vacation. And, you know, my buddy filmed me because he knew what was about to happen, and that was you, you convulse. You know, your, your face is contorting. You're shaking as you choke down this god-awful concoction, this liqueur, and then, uh, you know, then you're ready to start your day after that. Talk about an eye-opener. <laughs> I love that, and and that is that is a great dive bar story. Um, uh, Austin, for all its, uh, all its changes uh, down here as San Francisco fucking moves to Austin, 
still has a few dive bars, a, a, a great dive bar culture, really. We used to have uh, a really elaborate uh, dive bar, sort of uh, a group of dive bars, but now... You know, as, uh, as more of these have been replaced by giant 80-story condo towers, um, there are not as many as there used to be. When I was growing up in college, there was a great one. Uh, it's actually still there, uh, amazingly enough. It's called Hole in the Wall, um, as is a great name for a dive bar. And uh, it's right across the street from campus. And uh, during, like, uh, the South by Southwest uh, Music Festival, you can hear just some great... Um, raw musicians at a place like that. Um, you know, it, it is just a bar. There's nothing fancy about it. Everyone really drinks beer there. You might have a shot of whiskey or something, but uh, it is just an, an old school great dive bar. There is a uh, dive bar. If you've ever been to Austin and you've gone out at night, you've probably been to 6th Street, which is uh, sort of our famous uh, stretch of bars uh, downtown. There is one that has been there forever. It is a bar called Casino El Camino. It is small. The, the walls are all black. Um, there is a, a jukebox that has a lot of metal on it, <laughs> uh, which is great, a lot of hard metal. Um, they have TVs that play uh, terribly cheesy uh, uh, movies, generally a lot of like cheesy horror movies. Um, for instance, when I was there recently, uh, they had on uh, the Leprechaun. I don't know if you remember that from like the oh. the what is it like late eighties, early nineties? It's uh, so terrible, so terrible, so terrible, but so funny. Anyway, they make what is perhaps the best fucking burger in all of Austin, and it is this great little dive bar. And you go, what's so fun about it is you go up, and the guy behind the counter who's making the burgers really uh, is is great. He's a character. He either hates that you're there or hates that he has to do something for you while you're there. So when you order a burger, you just order it. There is no like, oh, but can I have that on like a wheat bun with, you know, uh, uh, extra lettuce? No, no, there's none of that. Like you order the burger and you get the burger. And there is no complaining. There is no asking for substitutions. There's none of that shit. It is straight up burger. And uh, it is awesome. And the fries are awesome. They're, they're, they have this... Uh, great saltiness that just makes you want to continue to eat them. Um, but it's great. Casino El Camino on West 6th. Uh, if you've been there, uh, it is is great. It is uh, one of the places you should absolutely go. Uh, but my favorite dive bar in town is a place called Don's Depot. And it's in an old rail car. This is a place that was built in like, um, I think like the 70s. And um, it is, <laughs> it's funny because this was a bar that was a dive bar you know, 40 years ago and is still a dive bar and still exists amazingly. Like all around it right now is being, you know, or being built these giant uh, tall condo towers to house all the Californians moving here. But Don's Depot survives. It endures. Um, and it is fantastic for that. And when you walk in, there's like like a long bar at the front uh, with the same uh, barkeeps who have been there for 30 plus years. Um, I know that because this was a bar that I went to on my first campaign. It was our campaign bar uh, way back in 2002. And it's still there today, and it's still mostly the same people there today, which is great. And uh, that's one thing I, I think I really love about dive bars, Rich, is that often they're run by, like, a dude or, you know, a, a family or something like that. And and it is them and only them, and they are there all the time, no matter what day of the week it is. Uh, you know, it's just the, a regular group of people working that bar. 
And uh, that's uh, that's one thing that I think gives dive bars great character, don't you think? Yeah, it's it's what makes them institutions. Uh, where I live, uh, we live in a formerly dry county, so we don't have that heritage. And but where uh, Northwest Arkansas is kind of a region, and there's two counties that make it up. There's Washington County and Benton County. Now Washington County is where University of Arkansas is, and it's long been wet. So it's got those places, uh, like there's one that uh, I believe it closed down, Maxine's Tap Room, that they had beer and some hard liquor and popcorn, and that was all you got. Yep. But it was just a place that you go, and there really was a Maxine. And they're not, to your point, they've got this character because it's someone's passion. It was yes. someone with an idea who's like, this is what I want to do. I want to work. I want to go be surly with these people seven days a week because I secretly love it, even though it always seems like I hate it. Yes. And so it's really about them. And, you know, as we see in Northwest Arkansas and you've seen in Austin, you know, we're, we're a couple of years behind you. You end up with these groups that come in and start purchasing these properties and they try to focus group and workshop or whatever to create the perfect concept for people. And it's kind of like the, the saying uh, that I heard in the world of marketing, you know, a, uh, a uh, camel is a horse designed by committees. So you end up with all these <laughs> camels as opposed to these great unique places where, you know, a, a personality or personalities and an idea really takes over and shapes it. But that's where they get tenuous and where we're losing them because it's hard to find that next generation to take it over and, and keep it the same place that it was and, you know, often you end up in prime real estate and it's easier to just, all right, I'm done. I'm going to take the big paycheck and uh, call it a day. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that uh, I think is so sad is that America is losing this dive bar institution because in a lot of great cities, whether that's Chicago or New York or Austin or, or you know, small towns even um, and smaller cities uh, that, as you pointed out, real estate is becoming very expensive everywhere right now. Anyone who pays property taxes understands that. And um, if you have had this bar for 20, 30, 40 years, you know, A, it's a lot of work, but B, those bills are 10, 20, 120 times what they were when you started this. And um, it's difficult to keep something like this going because uh, it is it is a dive bar. It's It's not a place that you know, makes money hand over fist because, you know, you're serving like $25 cocktails and, you know, there's all this like fancy shit you can, no, I mean, you're, you're selling like $5 beer all day, right? And so um, it, it these places that make America great, that make all of these little uh, towns and cities that they're in great are are vanishing. We're losing them. And that I think is something that's really sad. And to your point, they have this often have, you know, live music or whatever, where just the local guys can come in and play every Friday night or whatever. There was a, uh, a place in Fayetteville when I was a, a freshman in college and it's still around. They still have music. It's called Georgia's Majestic Lounge. And, Great. you know, it, it was that type of pitcher. You know, you go in and get pitchers of beer. But I think my favorite story from that was uh, one Friday afternoon, uh, me and a guy named Tootie, who uh, 
his name is not really Tootie, but he had the misfortune <laughs> of uh, going to college with people who had grew, grown up with him. And so the, uh, not very nice childhood nickname that his older brother had given him stuck. And so Tootie and I go into George's and uh, order, uh, you know, each of us order a Budweiser, I think it was, and we're drinking and the bartender comes back or the server is like, oh, by the way, do you guys have ID? No, we don't. You know, we're 20 or 18. Sorry, not even 20. (laughs) Finish your beers and get out. (laughs) (laughs) But finish the beer first. Yeah. And so just that type of thing, you know, it was just a, such a chill place, like I said, where you could go in and kind of just blend in and just meet new and interesting people, get a great burger, get some great food. And, and it's, it's one of those cultural institutions that when it's gone, we won't realize how much we should have hung on to it. Amen to that. Um, okay. So one of the drinks you might get if you go to a dive bar if you decide to get a beer, you decide to get a whiskey, maybe you decide to combine the two, you could get yourself a Boilermaker, another good all-American cocktail. Uh, Rich, give us the lowdown on the Boilermaker. So the Boilermaker is one of those disputed cocktails. Uh, when I say Boilermaker, I really mean a shot with a beer back where you're going to drink the shot of whiskey in one go and then drink the beer. Now there are people who will combine, you know, maybe do the, the, uh, the drop shot where they drop the shot glass in the beer and drink all of it in one go or mix the beer with the bourbon and, you know, sip on that. But I'm a purist and I like to just, you know, like I said, dive bars are often about the business of drinking. So go ahead, get yourself loosened up with a shot, and then uh, cleanse the palate a little bit with a beer. So is that your approach, or are you a mixer? No, no, I absolutely agree with you. No, I'm a purist in this sense. Okay. It's one of those things that I, I'm not sure that it was ever really. I think it's kind of like the uh, the way the old-fashioned got so bastardized for a while there, where people thought the garnish was part of it. And it's like, oh, yeah, you mash a neon maraschino cherry and some orange with some sugar. You muddle that all up. It's like, no, 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 no. You're getting this confused. And I suspect that's what happened to the Boilermaker, which, like the uh, the black and blue steak, got its name from, you know, you've got these guys coming in and uh, they're ready to go. They just got off the shift. The the black and blue, you know, uh, seared off, still cold in the middle. So you want it all like just charred, but still cold. And uh, and I forget how that ties in, but I want to say that the Boilermakers, uh, maybe they were uh, on the hot pipes. As the story goes, they would sear steaks. But anyway, now I'm just uh, making up urban le- or repeating p- potential urban legends now. It's okay. Our show is an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So when you, when you have time this next weekend, um, and Hey, if you're listening to us today, it is president's day and maybe you're not at work. So maybe you are at a dive bar and you're, and you're rocking some coffee and Koshan on your headset, uh, while you're drinking uh, a beer. So cheers to you. But next time you have some free time, find yourself a good dive bar, uh, in your city, your town, wherever you may be, uh, pull up, talk to the bartenders. These are some of the coolest, wisest, uh, funniest people you'll encounter, uh, and sit back enjoy a beer there's some of the best places to people watch i can tell you that for damn sure uh and just enjoy them because these are american institutions and uh we lose more and more of these places uh every day so uh rich cheers to that man thanks again hey cheers to you brad